Well, boys, welcome to it. It is uh, news time, 8 o'clock here this morning, and I have a stat of the day 40 minutes early. We normally do stat of the day at 8.40 every day, and we will have one today, I'm assuming, right, Slim? This Uh, won't replace it, or will this replace it? I have a news story coming up at 8.45. (laughs) Get out of here. Wow. I do. So you're going to use a news story. Okay. Hey. I like the way you're doing things. I, I like the way you produce this show. By the way, the uh, I'm still mad about the best nap being holding a child that's also sleeping oh. at the same time. But Roberta has said that you are absolutely unequivocally correct. Yeah. But I've also received a message from my buddy who said, I tried Kevin's nap and my kid fell on their head on the coffee table. It did not end well with my wife. <laughs> Whoops. Are they like little babies that you're dropping? Oh, yes. Maybe if, you know, it's like a little baby, I would be a little concerned. Well, if they're but in any, your arms any and child, you fall asleep and lose your grip, yeah, they're going to fall because they're asleep. Yeah, like I guess I'm picturing... Uh, it came to me the other day because the the four year old Judy's four year old was like laying. She was kind of like her head was on my shoulder, laying on my body, sort of. And we were just le- sitting in a chair, and she fell asleep, and I started falling asleep. And I was like, "Oh, this is like the greatest feeling." Ever. It might like, be one of the greatest feelings or moments. I just don't think it's the greatest nap. No way, because it is a great moment. Oh, it, it's a great feeling when you know when a baby has their head on your chest, and you're just kind of like. They're obviously yes. so comfortable. They're using you as a and pillow. You that's a great re- feeling, but not a great and nap. Go to sleep. It is the yeah, best yeah, that's, nap. That's where. That's no, where I can't. Not the best nap, bud. Well, I don't know. Do you have a definitive list? <laughs> you know what? Two and Shay. <laughs> so it's actually Dan and Shay, but I guess it no? is the best list. So there we go, and it's the best uh, nap. Sorry. <laughs> now, stat of the day at eight. Coming up later, news. It's the Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. Nearly 70% of Americans say that they're done doing this at home because of... Ah, crap. Oh, dang it. Three, two, one. I don't realize how much work you put it's into the these. Jay and Kevin Show stat of the day. You can go try it again. Nearly 70% of Americans say they're done doing this Thanks to the pandemic. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, just I'll just say Zoom meetings. Oh, they're war- virtual. Most meetings. of us hadn't really done meetings that way. Now we've done them. At first, they were cool, and now people are like, "I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care if I ever have to do this again." Not probably not a bad take, although I although not everybody has to do them now, so probably a yeah. terrible take. I kind of I I still love them and I hope that they continue for the rest of my life. Okay. Really? Yeah, I like Zoom meetings. I think they're better than real meetings, right? That's all I'm oh, saying. Yes. Yes, well, yes, 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 yes. You're yes, sitting yes, in your yes. house and correct. when you're done that you're already correct. home. Yeah, yeah, you know. I prefer no meetings ever. Huh. But if we have to have one, I would like to do it on Zoom. And I've I've also realized how much easier it, easier it is to just coordinate it because like with my DJ stuff People, we have to have meetings sometimes, and right now it's not the easiest to do it. And it's always a pain to just, you know, where to meet, what are we going to, you know, what time. It's just a pain. 
when you just do a Zoom meeting, it's so simple. And you get to see people face-to-face, sort of, and it just works. So I've become a big fan of it. That is not it. 70% of Americans say they're done with this thanks to the pandemic. What is it, Slim? Following mandates. (laughs) We are tired of rules. That that could be very true. That might be even higher. still wanting you to follow other mandates. (laughs) Yes. I can choose what mandates I think are stupid, but if you are speeding in my neighborhood, I am still going to be mad at you. Yeah. But I don't have to follow rules. But so basically, you need just to not rule, speed in my neighborhood. Yeah, rules that I have to follow. That's what they're talking about. Yes. yes. Nearly seventy percent of Americans say they are done with coffee shops after becoming at-home baristas during the pandemic. Really? Wow. No, I don't believe that number. There's I don't that, either. That number is uh, fake news. That's not a Northwest number. I don't feel like because I feel like the coffee shops yeah, kind of got news. busier. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Jay, I agree that they are the one business that I felt like during the pandemic. Didn't lose any business. I might be wrong, but every time I drove by one, it was busy. Plus, it's an easy thing to treat yourself with. You're like, oh, we're not going anywhere, yep. but you know what? We can run and go get a coffee yep. or whatever. Uh, 50% of people say that they have become at-home baristas during quarantine, using really? their time inside to develop their coffee-making skills. Oh. Gosh, I love that idea. I didn't even. I, I, we didn't do that here. I think it's brilliant. That's a really cool thing. But we we did not partake in that um, a big miss here at the, for the Widmers. Did you do? You didn't buy any new coffee making equipment. None. Okay. Nope. We yeah. did not. We are still just Keurig pods. That's all we're doing. Yeah, and so they're saying now, sixty eight percent of the people say that they love their newfound talent of making love coffee, that. and that they will continue to make coffee in their own kitchen, even once the pandemic is over. And not be going to the coffee stand as often. It'd be interesting to see how that stat holds up. Like once people start going back to quote unquote normal, will there, if we ever get there, will they still be making stuff or they'll just be like, nah, you know, it's easier just to stop by and have somebody else. Yeah, the convenience will win out at some point, you think? Yeah. Especially if you, because the difference is, let's face it, when you're working from home, it becomes a lot easier to take the time to make coffee because you have more time. If that time has to be used to, I don't know, get ready and leave, yeah, you're probably less likely than you think you are to make the coffee. Like their intentions might be good, but I'm with you, Jay, that they might be lying. Well, convenience yeah. was always the reason they did it in the first place. I will say this for for my wife who loves coffee. She loves going to the coffee place. She's probably gone more. Well, it's not probably. She has gone more since the pandemic because it was her reason to get out of the house. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, a treat. She's yeah. gone like, oh, I'm going to go to, I'm going to go pick up this thing. I, I don't need to do anything. I just need to get out of the house. And that seems to be like an easy place to go get out of the house, right? Oh, for sure. The yeah. coffee drive through yeah, especially when you weren't supposed to like, when they were like, oh, we're not really going into a whole lot of stores. And, yeah. and so it's like, this is a hassle. It's going to be a hassle to go into a store. It's easy to go through a drive through Short trip made for social distancing. Yes. Uh, and by the way, That's we have weird. a new term. The at-home baristas during quarantine are now being called quaristas. What is it? I love that. Quaristas. But we have to have people who are listening who are in this group, right? And have made Absolutely. and have now learned how to make some cool coffees. And I well, kind of want to know if it's as easy, if it's really easy, or if it took some time to learn. Because I do love a good vanilla latte. I I assume they're impossible to make. That's just how I've lived my life. 
that the only place you can make them is in a coffee place. Yeah, because they got stuff in there you don't have. Absolutely. Yeah. Skills. Yeah, I remember many, many, many years <laughs> Most ago. Most importantly. Going to my Uncle Rick's house over on the coast. And Uncle Rick's house was always kind of the cool place to go because Uncle Rick had all the great stuff. And they had a very nice house. He had a boat that we'd go out on the Puget Sound and go fishing and crabbing. And he had a, you know, a cabin out on Hat Island. Like there was all this cool stuff. But the coolest thing was what Aunt Vicky had. Aunt Maybe. Vicky had a barista, like a, Oh. latte machine that's so this cool. was 20 some years oh, good lord kevin 30 years ago I good think. night kevin yeah that's how long ago it was and she had one of these machines, and i remember her making little espressos and coffees for everybody and i thought this is Man. the greatest she was so ahead of her time so so ahead of her time like the did it look like the kind from the coffee stand i feel like that'd be a lot of money yes wow uh, i think it was a lot of money but Uncle Rick was smart. Didn't matter. Kept Aunt Vicky happy. Yeah. <laughs> Still happily married today. Imagine if he wouldn't have done that. By the way, somebody on the text line says they work for DoorDash and they say the coffee stand's one of their busiest places. Really? That's cool. Okay, Wait, that's really cool. You get coffee from DoorDash? I mean, you can have deliveries, Kev. Oh, I did not I'm know that. I, I never thought of that, I guess. Of course a you sip can. Of, I'm definitely taking a sip of that coffee. <laughs> Well, because you feel like it'll spill if you don't, right? <laughs> Safety first. Story number two. Just a little off the top. Okay. There you go. Oh, sorry about the germs during this global pandemic. Uh, speaking of the global pandemic, this is a weird one. It's causing something to happen that I never would have thought of. Not just people making coffee at home. But how about this? But pandemic is causing people to crack their teeth. Crack their teeth from chewing ice? Their what are we teeth. chewing? I love Anxiety. Oh, grind. So much anxiety, so much stress going on that people are clenching their teeth and breaking and cracking their teeth. We've seen a huge wow. increase in the amount of fractured teeth in the last six months. <laughs> According to a group of oral surgeons. They've said cracked teeth. Have you wow. clenched your teeth hard enough? That That's crazy, man. Not to crack them. I've, I've bitten my lip plenty of times during the night sleeping because I've been clenching my teeth, but I've never clenched them hard enough to crack them. I don't believe anyway. Yeah, it just doesn't even seem possible, but that man. is the world that we live That's in intense. right now. Just... I'm trying to do it to see if I can crack them. Oh, God. <laughs> Ow. That does not feel good. You guys try it. I, I, I tried it, yeah. Clint? Now. Ouch. Nothing. Don't. Oh, oh my who's, gosh. Are you just Slim. biting them, Slim? Just clanking them Oh, together. Slim, no, 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 no. Oh, Nothing. Ears. Ow. Does that not hurt? <sighs> I mean, I'm bleeding terribly right now, but outside of that, <laughs> that's good radio. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. Take it away. Kevin James. A whole new world. <laughs> a dazzling place I never knew. Oh, yeah. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 nine. 
Coyote Country. We are playing to qualify for an Amazon shopping spree worth $500. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Hey! Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. Hello, Wendy. Hi. How are you? Good. What you up to today? I just got off a 12-hour shift. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Oh, well, um, what do you do? So if I play if I play sucky, then that's the reason why. <laughs> that's fair. That, you know what? You, you start with a bonus point. No kidding. No joke. Yeah, 12-hour shift. So you I just work health. one of those a week, or do you do a couple days? Yeah. A couple days. Yeah. Wow. And what what is it? Your, what's your profession? I do home health. Okay, home health. Well, thank you for what you do. We appreciate that. That's a lot of work, I'm sure. It, it, yeah. it it's a great job and it's an important job. I have a question. Have you ever taken a nap during that twelve hour shift? Uh I've come really close. <laughs> yeah, how how <laughs> would no. you not? All night like that? Wow. Yeah. I know. Um uh, all right, Wendy. Uh well congratulations on one bonus point. Anything else she needs to know before she chooses who she'll challenge, Slim? Well, everybody, today is a very big day in my world because the oh. NBA finals start tonight. The Los Angeles Lakers will be playing the Miami Heat, the NBA that has nothing to do with the NBA. Oh, good. <laughs> but I will remind you, the Los Angeles Lakers play the Miami Heat. So you may be diving around the Los Angeles and Miami world okay. a lot. Oh, man. Who would you like to challenge today, Wendy? Um, who are all my choices? Just Jay or Kevin. Kevin. Okay, good Kevin. choice. Uh, he he is not good with geography. And there is, I mean, again, these questions are going to be about Miami and Los Angeles. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> all, right, all right, Kev. See you all in right. a bit. I'll be back. Okay, Wendy. Seven questions. If you get stuck, just pass. We'll try to get back to it, okay? Okay. All right. Okay, Wendy. Miami's beaches touch what body of water? The Gulf. Do the McAllisters go to Miami in Home Alone 1, 2, or 3? 2. What 1996 Will Smith movie has him starting off his big battle in Los Angeles? Oh, goodness. Men in Black? To the nearest million, how many people live in Los Angeles? 1, 2, 3, or 4? Million. What city is Matt Damon from? LA. What form of energy, what is a form of energy that can be transferred from one object to another at the expense of the loss of other forms of energy? What? <laughs> I know, it's a hard one. Let me ask you this what city would you be in if you were in the Griffith Observatory? Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Nice. 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 I mean, fair. <laughs> I don't know that. That really was a great. Sit, I'm going to really sit on that one question with Kev. Yeah. Well, you. I don't know if you'll have to, but anyway. All right. Well, Wendy. Well done. I mean, you know, these these are not easy questions. Yeah, they're not easy questions. All right. We'll see how Kev does. He's coming back. <laughs> Kevin James. Yes, sir. You, my friend, get the same seven questions tonight. The NBA final start. 
the Los Angeles Lakers will be taking on the Miami <laughs> Heat. First team to win four games will be your NBA champions. Kevin James, are you ready? Uh, yes. Oh, serious, you are? I didn't think you'd be watching. Yeah, I mean, it has nothing to do with what you just said, though, so that's weird. Oh, you're ready for trivia. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you ready for the NBA Finals? <laughs> uh, yeah, I might watch some of it. Miami's beaches touch what body of water? Imagine it's the Atlantic Ocean. Do you want that to be your answer, or do you just want yeah. to keep imagining it? I'm just sitting here imagining. Okay. So you said Atlantic? Yeah. Okay. Do the McAllisters go to Miami in Home Alone 1, 2, or 3? Three. Okay, that is a huge wrong and a minus point for you. How do you, Three? The one with Scarlett Johansson? Wow. What 1996? I mean, that's such a bad answer. What 1996 Will Smith movie has him starting off his big battle in Los Angeles? Independence Day. Okay. Rally. Uh, to the nearest million, how many people uh, live in L.A.? One, two, three, or four? Uh, that was two uh, I'll say three. What city is Matt Damon from? Uh, mm, L.A. What is, what is a form of energy that can be transferred from one object to another at the expense of the loss of other forms of energy? What? Inertia? Oh, I'm so, Yep, the Miami inertia. Hang on a second. <laughs> I don't even inertia. know what you said. I think Miami it's technically inertia. the L.A. inertia, too. Yeah. Oh, this, you didn't you get said the last transferring question. Energy. I'm sorry. I don't okay. even know inertia. I don't even know what inertia is. I don't know. Was it really impressive that you came up with that word? That was impressive. That was very impressive. Isn't that okay. what Wendy does for a living? He's a nurse. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Okay, uh, Wendy starts up 1-0 because she just is coming off a 12-hour shift, which how many days does it take you to get to 12 hours, Kev? <laughs> um, four. No, five. <laughs> Miami's beaches touch what body of water? Wendy said the Gulf. Kevin, you got this one right. You imagined it correctly. It is the Atlantic Ocean. It is one-to-one. Do the McAllisters go to Miami in Home Alone 1, 2, or 3? Wendy said 2. Kevin said 3. Kevin loses a point. Wendy gains a point. It is Home Alone 2. Wait, wait. She is now up 2 to 0. What 1996 Will Smith movie? New York. No, Kevin McAllister is lost in New York. The McAllisters, plural, go to Miami. <laughs> You're not going to actually argue with him about Home Alone, are you, no, Kev? No, I, mean, I was just trying to think. I feel like that, that's a bad movie. Where are they at in the third one where it's the, all the, you know, the fake Kevin McAllister? Uh, you know what? I need to look that up. I'll, I'll look that up here for you. Uh, that'll, be, uh, that'll, that'll be coming up momentarily. What 1996 movie had Will Smith in Los Angeles? Uh, Wendy missed this with Men in Black. Kevin, you got it. Independence Day. Independence Day. Uh, you're, it's two to one, Wendy in the lead. It's going to be a good number for you, Wendy. Two to one. To the nearest million, how many people live in L.A.? Wendy guessed two. Kevin, you also, I believe, said two. They said three. Said oh, you said three. three. Okay, you said three. How about this? To the nearest million is four million. Wow. So like 3.9 million people. That's a Yay. lot of bodies, man. Yeesh. Okay, two to one. Wendy takes is close a, to New York, though. Okay. I know. It's on the opposite <laughs> side of the United yeah, like States. 3,000 miles, I think. What city is Matt Damon from? You guys both said Los Angeles. He is from Miami. He hails from Miami. Oh. Uh, two, to, two to one, yeah, Wendy still he lives winning. in L.A. now, though. Okay, bud. Thank you for the <laughs> <laughs> I think you lose. At because this point, doesn't Jimmy Kimmel do the stuff 
with Matt Damon's house all you the time lose. in L.A.? Yeah, you lose. You automatically lose. Do you realize if he does live in L.A., Kevin, that's a long way from New York? <laughs> what is a form of energy that can be transferred from one object to another at the expense of the loss of other forms of energy? I thought that was question seven, which is why I put it there, and then I realized I had put them out of order. Uh, <laughs> Kevin said inertia. Wendy said the right thing of, huh? Which I'm actually going to give her a point for. That is heat, guys. The Miami Heat <laughs> played tonight. That was just supposed to be a throwaway question at the end. What city would you be in if you were at the Griffith Observatory? Nicely done. Wendy knew this one. It was Los Angeles, California. She is going to get the win today. Yay! Woohoo! Well yeah, well done. Nicely done. That was fantastic. Awesome. That, Thank you. She was very well done. I, I'm impressed. <laughs> I don't think you kept score right, but either way, she did good. <laughs> I had her up 5-0. Yeah, I I had her I had a shutout, seven zero. Five five zero, big win. <laughs> Wendy, hold on for just one second, okay? Okay. <laughs> How many days does it take you to work twelve hours? Oh, anyway, and then he I says have four. A lot of then he still lies. He right. still lies with four. Yeah. Inertia, <laughs> a tendency to do nothing or to remain unchanged. Huh. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. I think the only reason I knew what an anvil was was because of cartoons. I don't know that I've ever actually seen an anvil in real life. Kevin James. That doesn't surprise me. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Our Beat the Show contestant, Wendy, reminded me that, uh, you know, we're saying thank you to our first responders and you have a chance to go ahead and highlight someone who might be a first responder in your life by downloading and or opening the Coyote Country app. And then on the bottom, you'll see this little picture of a microphone. You just tap that, and then you can record and say, hey, I want to thank oh, Wendy. She does a great job, and we know she's out there on the front line. Love her. And then, uh, you know, we'll play back on the air for you. Just our way of saying thank you, and thanks to the general store for jumping in with us on our first responders. Thank you. All right, now, Slim, earlier we said uh, we were going to do the old switch o change Kevin stole a stat. Are you stealing a news story? I am not stealing one. I have my own. All right, let's see. Boys, did you see the story? And I bring this up because we have people who work in the public works department who listen to the radio program. Yes, sir. And there was a story from up north and i've got to know if any of our fine folks who do the garbage running have ran into this on monday spokane a a guy was sleeping in a dumpster and got dumped into the back of a garbage truck yeah that's right i forgot i saw that okay so he of course was yelling they stopped they got him out of the truck he was Mm -hmm. taken to the hospital non-life-threatening injuries but he did get picked up and put into the back of a garbage truck and i know we have a lot of garbage collectors out there have you have you ever put anything like that like in the back of your garbage truck? I when I saw the story, I thought that was something that just happened in movies and sitcoms. Right. Not yeah. actual real life. Apparently it was cold? Was that I'm, I'm, it must have been. I just I really didn't think that happened in real life and it happened in Spokane, Washington. We actually made national news because of it. So I don't know if that's oh, good really? or bad, wow. but yeah, we did I make national news because of it. If you I mean, are a garbage makes... guy, is that the worst thing you can hear? Absolutely. Just all of a sudden, and man, I guess, oof. Scary. Uh, I mean, the other one. Maybe, what's that, Kev? Maybe this would be the worst thing. I mean, if you heard a baby, that would be worse than a man? Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, like if you that heard is a true. baby in the, you would be freaked out. Hundred percent, there was a baby yeah. in the dumpster, but a man's got to be right up there. And then third is like an animal, right? Yeah, I mean yes. anything living is going to be a terrible sound coming from the back of your garbage truck. All right, well, this one right here is uh, not about baby babies, but about younger kids, and maybe you can help out with this. But I was going to ask Jay if he had any experience with this these last couple of days because Spokane Elementary Schools are working on creating at-home calming kits. Did you see the story, Jay? Well, I did. I just saw the headline, Slim, and I was curious what it was. It was like a, a calming corner or something. So elementary school counselors from Spokane got together over the summer to try to find a solution to something they saw coming, which is anxiety and depression, because guess what? This is wild times. So the schools have calming centers where students can, as they put in the story, use stuffed animals, glitter jars, coloring pages, and more to calm down in case of... You know, some anxiety that's yeah. setting oh, in. Okay. So the fun thing that they have they had had going on was asking for help with like what is what do you use for your kids as a calming device? Okay. We have one very large kid that we deal with on a daily basis. He's mm. a full grown kid who yeah. actually earlier today said he feels like he's actually just an old man. Kevin James, I do feel like you when we worked together had a plethora of calming devices at the ready for you at all of your uh, stations at work. Would you recommend <laughs> any of them to the elementary schools in the area to utilize as a calming device? Just recently, I did one. Uh, just yesterday, as a matter of fact. Okay. And I really thought, boy, this is real handy, and they should give these to all kids. And it was rubber bands. Like, if you just get rubber bands and put them on your fingers and play with them, it's very hard to be stressed out. I love that. I yeah. like it too, and I like it because it's harmless enough compared to some of the other things you play with yeah. around here. So, yes, I, I like that idea a lot. That's a very good one. These homemade glitter jars that they had, and uh, Destiny Richards from KXOY had a good story on this. And I, you can go to, I believe, KXOY.com has some of the story on it or Destiny's Twitter. And the glitter jars, they had these, and they're like supposedly pretty calming, right? It's, it looks like it's made of glue, glitter. A mason jar, really? and so the glitter like rolls around in it. The worst thing we could ever give Kevin. Oh Lord, the mason jar would stay closed for how long? Five seconds? Yeah, maybe. You... I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. Is the <laughs> mason jar permanently closed? Oh, Sounds like Daniels. a snow globe with a lid. Mr. Daniels, great I, idea. I think I, I think <laughs> I think I accidentally opened my mason jar all over the keyboard. Right. See, that's the problem. He, if he could get it open. It's the worst thing in the world. If he can't get it open, it's probably pretty good because it's sparkly and it's shiny and it's like, ooh, look at that. Ooh, ooh. But if he can open that thing, oh, man. oh Lord. Trouble. No. I, I do know that we have moms listening and moms who have probably dealt with kids who they need to have some calming techniques for. So if you have a good one and, and your kids are going to a school, you may want to you know visit the counseling center at some point and just say, hey. Uh, this one works. This one works for yeah. sure for my kid. You may want to look into this because they are looking for you know some helpful ideas on what they can use, especially right now with all the, the craziness and chaos. They, there's an expectation that it will trickle down to the kids with some anxiety, some sure. maybe some depression and all that stuff as we head back into you know going back to school season. Uh, yeah, how I about mean, TV and recess? <laughs> I mean, they took away the best part of school, which is seeing your friends. So now you got to figure out something that else. That is like so true. TV and recess. And, and I'm shocked you- about two things. One, Kevin chose a rubber band, which is a silent toy, which, Slim, that has to shock you. Is it, well, 
shocking, Jay? but also not shocking in that, wow, Kevin chose something that he can t- turn into bothering the other kids by shooting it at them. <laughs> well, I would tell true. you, yesterday it's what made, made me realize how great of a toy it was. Because most of the time when I fidget and play with stuff, you at some point, because you wear headphones and they're very loud, you'll be like, are you touching something? <laughs> I can hear you touching something. You. Are you having fun? Please stop having fun. And, and you make me stop. Only if it's like noisy. Today, like today, I have been playing with the lid on my peppermint oil. Hey, that I mean, as long as it's quiet. And it's just quiet enough. I mean, can you you can barely hear it, right? Yeah, I mean, you must have it really close to the mic. Now so I, I have it right it by the now, mic. Yeah. But I've had it away from the mic, and yeah. I've been twisting the lid off and on during the whole show today, and you haven't heard it. But the rubber band was great because I played with it the entire show, and you never heard it. No, that's hey, I'm all for that. I, you know what? I'm just also glad, and Slim can probably attest to this one too. I'm glad that he did not recommend scissors to trim his arm hair. <laughs> also calming, though. 